0: All right, guys, the Mets are going to be playing the Dodgers in L.A., so that means that I get a major break from my husband from starting from when? Thursday, Thursday Friday? Thursday, Friday,
1: Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Sunday, okay. You're coming one of them.
0: Yeah, we're all going to go. It's going to be a family affair one day. Should we bring Vita? Do you think she wants to go to a baseball game? No shot. You don't think? No, I want to enjoy myself. Let me ask her. Should no I call way. her and ask her? No way. Welcome, dirties, to a new episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. What, what? My husband is Tommy. I'm MJ. He likes it when I tell you guys that we got married from... Well, no, that's
1: not what I care about. I care that you just tell them that who we are, what the show's about. Go ahead. You know, if you're someone out there listening for the first time, I think it's best that you can know who we are. Uh, She's MJ. I'm Tommy. You might know us from uh, some reality TV show that we were on. And uh, now you might know us from the pod. Um, well, this is 44 episodes, man. We've been doing this a while now, so it's coming up on a year soon.
0: This show is about how we met, then we got engaged and married, went on an IVF journey, and in today's episode, we're going to cover a little bit of everything. You're going to hear about one of the last stages before I gave birth. Yeah, a rare condition called coleostasis We're going to talk about more wedding season Stuff that's happening Do's and don'ts A Q&A of some of the juiciest questions That I've ever read That came through And um, I just can't wait to get into all of these things Because
1: But before we get there As I said yes. uh, You know we're coming up on a year Of us doing this podcast Okay. And uh, make no mistake We've been approached We've had a lot of meetings We've sat down We've uh, rubbed elbows Oh my god with a lot of, uh, sexual With a lot of uh, the networks People. out there that, that host podcasts And we just haven't found the right home yet until now. Yes. We are now proud to say that we are part of the Cloud Ten family. Hell yeah. This is something that we've been we've been through it before and you know the dollars never made sense. Let's just put it that way. That's
0: and, an expression.
1: Yeah. And S-E-N-S-E. You know, S-E-N-S-E. Yeah, without you know, throwing people under the bus, you know, we've been through the mill Ooh. a little bit. Sometimes people don't aren't true to their word or well, they say one thing and the contract says something else. We finally found someplace that uh, we are ecstatic. We're ecstatic to be a part of.
0: I think it's important that if you were doing something, you guys, since you're talking about being shrewd in business, like sometimes you want something really bad. And when you want something bad, really badly, you might be willing to enter into Contracts with people who aren't trustworthy, or you might not be wanting to worry about the things that are in the contract. One piece of advice that we can both give you, right? Tommy and I can both give y'all, is that. That one thing on the contract that you think is never going to be relevant Is going to be the thing that's going to bite you in the ass
1: Or the thing that, you know, you think's not like It's a sticking point and you just, you want to get the deal done So you kind of accept it and then all of a sudden you realize There was a reason it was a sticking point
0: Right, I mean, we are really proud to announce that we're at Cloud 10 Media Yes And we are really proud of the roster of shows that are on our new network Yes And uh, yeah, dude, shout out all of you who know. Super
1: stoked, super stoked, super psyched. We're real, real happy. He's super stoked and super stiked. Super (laughs) stoked. Totally stoked.
0: Okay, so what can we get into first? Because I'm so excited to talk about everything that I'm like giddy and I don't even know what to say.
1: Well, we had just had those shows in New York, and we have some good news. We're actually going back. Yes. Uh, it's not going to be a show. I know there's people out here that hit me up all the time. They're looking for us to do something out here, which is in the works. Uh, but we're having uh, one of my business partners in our vodka company owns the Fire, Hotel. Fire Island Hotel. Okay. So we're going to go there and do a tasting of our vodka poolside. It's going to be a DJ. It's going to be a ton of fun uh, on Fire Island. Can July you 16th. announce the date? Okay, yes, yes
0: we can announce the date. Yes. All right, so that's um, Friday, June 16th. I thought it was July, a Saturday. July 16th. Saturday,
1: July 16th. Sat- I, I said Saturday, July 16th. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You said Friday and June <laughs> Literally don't listen to a word she says there yeah. It's Saturday, July 16th on Fire Island I believe it's called the Fire Island Hotel
0: I thought it was called uh, the Fire Hotel
1: It might be uh, Before the, the, you know, the ads and the flyers go out We're gonna, we'll make sure that we have the right place Okay uh, But, you know <laughs> But you know what It's gonna be where the party is on Fire Island on Saturday the 16th I'll For tell you that sure.
0: But I will say this. I'm so glad that July 16th is so close that we can pretty much start doing a six-week countdown. Yes. All I care about in life is the look forward. Like, I want a goal. I want to know, what am I wearing? What are the outfits? Let me start planning them now. Shams doesn't Me too. Yeah, you look really good whenever we went to Sheena's birthday party for summer. What
1: do you want me to tell you? No, I
0: mean, you really, really looked really fucking good. And lately you've been doing that and I really, you know, it's good to be attracted to your spouse. Yeah. And can I just take this moment to say, it's Nini's birthday. For all you guys who know, Nini's the producer of our show. It is her birthday today. Everybody go out to her Instagram page, give her a follow and a happy birthday. And if you have any incriminating information about her, post it on your IG and tag me. Yes. So that I can repost it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Since today is a holiday, I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves on Memorial Day. Tommy, say something patriotic about today.
1: Um, You know, we should always be very, very appreciative of the lives that have been lost defending our country. We live in the greatest country on earth, even though, you know, things have been going on that have been crazy. Uh, It's still the best country that I'd, I'd rather, you know... There's no place I'd rather raise my son. You know, today's an important day for us to remember that. You know, there's a reason why the way that we have the holiday. There's a reason why we get the barbecue. What's the barbecue about? I'm saying that people died for you to be able to do that. Yeah. That that the lives were lost. It's Memorial Day weekend. It's in memory of anybody that's been a fallen soldier and died in the military. Don't lose sight of the reason that you're barbecuing.
0: Well, of course not. Yeah. Nobody's going to lose sight of that. We a all. A lot know. of people do.
1: No, a lot of people do.
0: Nobody's gonna lose that. A lot sight of-, of
1: people do. I'll actually take you <laughs> to task and say that if you asked a lot of people what the difference was between Veterans Day and Memorial Day, they wouldn't be able to tell you.
0: Veterans are also soldiers who fought for us. Yes. And then Memorial is also people who fought to defend. No, and it's for people our freedom. who died. Yeah, Memorial.
1: Yeah, people who died.
0: Okay, veterans are for people who. Alive served, or dead, yes, or yes our, our, served, served our country yes. But it all falls under the <laughs> This is way, like, come on But what about Labor Day? <laughs>
1: it's for women that are going through Pregnancy <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay For everyone today that's listening on Memorial Day and it's a holiday I, I don't even know All I know is that Needy's having a good day, and I think she's in Santa Barbara.
1: I she's having a
0: blast. (laughs)
1: Okay. I think she's in
0: Santa Barbara today. She's probably
1: sleeping because she had to fucking stay up till three in the morning to edit this. She's probably knocked out, tired. All right. Happy birthday, Nini! <laughs> <laughs> we're going to give you this. We're going to give you the. Early to birthday present. Get out of
0: this at fucking dawn. No, she's, we're going to be easy breezy. Yeah, easy breezy. Okay.
1: Easy breezy.
0: All right. So this week, wedding season continues because, number one, we did Hannah Burner's wedding. We already talked about that. But you guys, I went to another wedding on Saturday. This very different because Tommy was my date to Hannah and Dez's wedding, whereas this one I went to alone. And it was really a completely different experience because now... It sounds like it's a fucking nightmare, bro. Yeah, it was a little, I was scared, but I had a good time. Uh, Good. So I'm going to tell you exactly how it went. I leave Tommy and Shams at home around noon on Saturday, the day of the wedding, to get on the freeway and go to Temecula. If you're not familiar with la or san diego in this case it's located in like the vineyard area north of san diego and it took four hours and change to get there because saturday in la freeway so
1: well listen the website basically told you get to the casino and then ask somebody. (laughs) Like they didn't even have directions to get you to their door. They're like, yeah, get to the casino and ask around. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I mean, I
0: was, so my whole thing was, okay, it's Saturday. I'm going to see if I can spend as much quality time as I can with my family until I get in the car. I get in the car. I'm thinking like, do you need snacks, water, nuts, anything (laughs) No, I, I'll be fine. Yes, I did. You died in the I desert. In the car. Yeah, I was in the car for four and change hours alone. It's desolate
1: places, man. Like, once you, you you can't get the water, you can't get the snack. Nothing. You know what I
0: mean? Like, it's, it's like not peeing before you go on a hike. Like, why don't yeah. you just go and put some stuff in a bag, go pee, go get your thing done so that you could be in the car? So, suffice it to say, I get. On my navigation, it makes it look like I'm almost there. And when I get to the intersection that I'm supposed to turn on, there's no street. So I panic. I now realize that my ways is dead. And I have driven eight miles out of my way. So now... (laughs)
1: Oh, yeah, I'm they, getting you're getting there with no ways, man. You're fucked, bro. No phone you're dead. service either.
0: You did. So I was like really stressed out. I was like Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. I like was like trying to telepathically send you messages so that you knew that I was in danger. And of course, you know, you were probably watching the Mets or doing something completely different. Probably. <laughs> right. And um I found this road and <laughs> the next day Yellow Brick I, yeah. When I came home from the wedding the next day, I hopped online, went to the wedding site, went to the directions of the venue's wedding directions. So did I
1: so did I. I looked at the directions and like I said, the place said get to the casino and then ask them. <laughs>
0: you know what happened? Like, it what? says when you arrive to McGee Road, it's a very poorly marked road that's easy to miss. <laughs> Try to find a place called the post something something and then look for it to be after that. And then it says, when you get on the road, it's 3.5 miles. This will feel like forever. Did I ever show you that? Oh, three
1: miles in with nothing around and you don't know where you're going will feel like forever. It was forever. a
0: tiny, narrow little alley with like potholes. Did
1: I miss it? Did I miss it? Did I miss it?
0: Miss or pass it. I was going five miles an hour on a narrow road with potholes. I was worried I was going to get a flat tire and yeah, die. Yeah, done
1: there. Yeah,
0: it was the first time in my life that I was afraid that I was going to be one of those lost hikers that's like on the Eyewitness News. Well, now they got like that. Woman found after nine days of being alone, her body was discovered off a trail in the Temecula hills of blah, 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 blah.
1: Yeah, getting picked at by vultures.
0: Yes, I would have been eaten to death if bird meat.
1: Absolutely, or maybe even a mountain lion. I don't think so. That'd be weird.
0: So... Here's my woe is me story, okay? Oh, I got there. Mm. I see my friends. It's the first... me, I'm here. Where's the boring <laughs> Well, with all the drama and all the fear, and I almost, I was hyperventilating, and I was on the brink of tears There's crying. Breakdown? Because I was like, I'm really scared. I'm really legit lost. I'm not going to find my way. I have no way to get help. If I don't find it, what if I get, like, never back on a main road again that's it. there was nobody there that wasn't a gas station a business a house a door i could knock on another car nothing you there was nothing knock on doors. <laughs> there i mean like if you're in real trouble yeah. and peril you yeah. at least you think like okay worst case scenario there's someone else that's going to be here you definitely had no signal there was none of that so once I finally got there, I was like, hey guys. So I go up to Jenny and Jonathan, my closest friends at the thing, and I go, Why the fa- fuck, you get married here? No I, said to, no, I was so upset when I saw the bride and groom taking pictures. I like gave them dirty looks almost. I was I like, I like, it was like, I blocked my eyes and I was like, don't look at them, don't look at them because I don't want them to see the <laughs> sadness and the fear in your eyes. And it's their day, right? What's the matter? Nania wasn't available. <laughs> (laughs) That's funny. So I go up to Jenny and Jonathan, the sister of the bride and groom, and I go, bro. How come the first thing that you like, how come yesterday when you got here, the first thing you didn't do was be like, yo, motherfucker,
1: it's tough. It's tough to find a place. Yes.
0: Absolutely. Yes. How come you you knew I was driving alone? And you know who I am. And you don't and you didn't fear for me to like for my well-being, mental well-being, like that I was gonna be scared. You weren't I would have given you a heads up. Yeah. Hey, tomorrow when you're doing this drive, you're gonna be a little bit freaked out for a second. Don't be. We just got here. It's going to be okay. You're going to get through it. you going to be okay. Don't worry.
1: Just keep pushing.
0: I just thought I should have gone back to the main road and said, Tommy, I'm about to go on this road. If you don't hear from me in like 30 minutes, call 911. <laughs> That's how I felt. I would call the National Guard. Okay. In the real life situation... If I called you and I said to you, okay, honey, I'm on my way home. It gets a little patchy. If I don't, I'm leaving right now. I'm absolutely leaving right now. What would you do? I would never believe that. No, but okay. I would never believe that. No, and I gave you tracking. I shared my location. Now we need
1: like four other people to validate that you like did they see you? And then enough.
0: you got that happen. And then that happened. Yeah. What would you do if like an hour or two later, when you were checking in to follow up and make sure I got out of the hills or the trails? What would you do?
1: I would call your phone.
0: I know my phone is gone. It's not answering. I'm in peril. You Something has happened. You gotta
1: give it a little time. How long? No one's gonna do anything for you. No, but let's say I... If I called the cops okay. and said, my wife's been missing for an hour, she's out a cell phone range. They're going to tell you, uh, good luck, just, you know, just be happy. Okay. You know what I mean? They're going to tell me, yeah. Yeah, it's
0: funny. What are you going to do a day later? No, Well,
1: a day later is different. day okay. later, you're going to call a cop. Okay, you know, then you're what? You're going to call like, you, like, yo, she hasn't come back. Okay, and then what? Drive that area and see what's up.
0: Mm-hmm. It's two hundred miles, a hundred miles, four hours. Why well, are you gonna? What are you gonna do?
1: Cross our fingers and hope.
0: That's it. <laughs>
1: what do you want us to do?
0: No, I'm serious. I want to know what you would do. And I just told you, we you would, would get drive the car, there.
1: We drive there, and we, you know, put up posters and. We'd hang them on and stand outside the grocery store, the Piggly Wiggly, and be There's like, has no anybody seen store. her? And no said, see, store. That, it doesn't sound like things are going to work out for you. <laughs> it doesn't sound like <laughs> things are going to, my son and I are going to be there talking
0: about she got eaten by a fucking mountain lion. Yeah. Well, anyway, it was a beautiful wedding. I highly recommend. It. First of all, shout highly out to recommend getting it the, I, the location. Shout out to Natasha yes. and Brent.
1: Yes, I highly recommend the location. For
0: their wedded bliss, yes. beautiful ceremony, gorgeous. It was Magic. called the Condor's Nest. Oh, I bet. It's high up on a peak of a very beautiful venue. It's oh, really nice. awesome. Nice. It was pretty. So I made it home and that was like my big drama of the week. Yeah. And it was like one of those things where I felt like a Larry David episode where I couldn't stop, I couldn't get over it. Like I was safe and I was there and I kept saying, "Hey, did you guys have any trouble getting there?" <laughs> yeah. "How about you? Hey, how are you? How was your drive up?" Yeah. Like I was one of those. Tons of fun. You totally. guys see him out lying or what? I saw a woman walking alone. I go, "Did you drive it alone by yourself too?" Yeah. She's like, "No, my fiancé's changing." Ah. Oh yeah. But speaking of wedding season, I want to shout out our friend Darian, my beautiful, talented makeup artist. Whenever you see me looking gorgeous on Instagram, it's my East Coast girl Darian just got proposed to. She had no idea. When people what? She had no idea either. Okay. When you get proposed to, you guys, being surprised is the best element of getting proposed to. If Some you, people don't like
1: surprises, though.
0: No, but when you're getting proposed to, you're not supposed to know.
1: Okay. Yeah, you never you shouldn't know. Like the one the women that pick their ring out, you know what I mean? Like bring them you know, tell them how it's gonna go down, get the cameras all ready. Like
0: I want
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: It to be at a restaurant.
1: Yeah, yes. I'm not saying you have to propose to me, but if you did propose to me, what I would really like and I would be so great is we did it in a park and we did it on this light. Was like, oh shit, you
0: this bitch out of here And you've already told like everyone what kind of ring you want. I yes, mean,
1: yes, yes. I hate Princess Cut.
0: This might be- be a good time for you to remind people that when you proposed you got a ring that was just a very traditional round proposing to you diamond and the jeweler knew that you were
1: gonna bring it back to do something. So
0: it was almost like you paid for it but it's borrowed it's like a generic ring. Yes
1: we were gonna come back to get you a real the ring that you liked.
0: And I think that whenever you get married like you look at somebody's ring and you could be like, oh, yeah, you got married they must when really love each that other. that ring was in style. Oh, you'd Oh, it. like you got married in like 2017 oh, to 2019.
1: Okay. I didn't even think of that, but you're right. Then you can definitely tell if someone's tr- been together for a long trend. time. For, by the their ring
0: rank. trend. Yeah. Then like teardrop was in, you know, trend for like two years. So like I got the crown on the top of the solitaire and blah, blah, blah. And it was super cute. And I still kept the base of the ring. I'm not saying, like, you can't go ahead and keep the ring that your man gets you. But just if you don't know the right ring, get yourself, like, a freaking beer can. You know those beer can rings, the ones that you peel off of can? Sure. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't understand. So it's really good to be surprised when you get proposed to, right? Yes. Yes. And I'm sure there are guys out there who figure out a way to, like, sneak, find out exactly what kind of ring she wants if she has, like, sisters and girlfriends and, like, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it's not that difficult, bro. Most times it's not like they haven't been laying hints, you know. So, yeah, I'm sure they could get if it's something that really matters, I'm sure they could get to the bottom of it, but I would just be leery of the person and like i that really matters, I think that's crazy, you know what I mean?
0: but if you proposed to me like without a diamond, but you proposed to me with the ring and then we got to go ring shopping, that's exciting in and of itself such. <laughs> You know like sounds, I guess
1: It fucking sounds thrilling, I have to tell you. It like does. the
0: girl gets to go ring shopping. Ooh. It's very romantic. Very, very. Do you know what's so romantic that Travis Barker said to Kourtney Kardashian? What? He goes, "I'd rather have a hard day with you than a day without you. Like, I'd rather go through like hard times with you than go without you any day."
1: It sounds great.:
0: It's romantic, <laughs> it right?:
1: so romantic.
0: Would you rather go through hard times with me than without me at all? Yes, babe. Yes, babe. You mean that, right? Absolutely. I thought so. I mean, I believe you. Good. Okay. He stole it from me. He did. Yeah. You are the most romantic guy ever.
1: Oh, uh, totally.
0: You really are. I know. You're a little mush. I know. You guys, next week, we're going to talk about how it went at Jeff Lewis's Memorial Day party. Tommy. You're awfully quiet. Yeah, I have no desire to go. No, but we have a babysitter. It's going to be during Shams's nap time. Jeff was very specific. The party has a start and end window of four hours, 2.30 to 6.30. You and I are definitely not going at 2.30 or 3.30. We'll go around 3.30 so that we get there around 4, 4.30. And then we'll leave by six.
1: Sounds like a nightmare.
0: I say let's just go like when everyone is so drunk. Yeah. That then you
1: could catch up.
0: That I just don't <laughs> yeah, have to you worry. Could catch up and crawl out of there again. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: I don't want to be there. C- don't let me be again. too drunk.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. Last time you don't remember. Yeah. Wait in the car. Keep it running.
0: I'll be out in a minute. Are you going to drive? Yeah. But it's Memorial Day. Are you going to drink it all? No. Don't let me drink too much. Don't worry. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you be in no condition to walk.
0: Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. Well, there's going to be some, you know, it's going to be the same crowd as last time.
1: I know. You're going to desert me and t- t- I-, I bet even faster this time.
0: No. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun. Oh, it's going to be a blast, I'm sure. So in lieu of Memorial Day weekend and all these, like, parties and weddings and getting dressed up, I realized that I have to do an Amazon live overhaul. So if you follow me on social media, look out for me to post and share an Amazon live because I've been feeling like I need to do one for bathing suits. I need to do one for all of these like amazing products that I've been finding and discovering and using and just things that are important for summer. Okay. Summer's here. Yeah. So. Here. Yeah, we gotta we gotta pop off summer where like you get the deals, you get the style. Like we need to refresh our wardrobe, all that good stuff. 100. percent Look out for a new date for my next Amazon Live to be announced. I'm just really excited about that because you guys know, I feel the most alive when I'm sharing my stuff with y'all.
1: And between the. You know, pre-recorded episodes we had done and then, you know, being in New York, the New York episode. It's been a while since we checked in on our story as to, you know, where we are in our relationship. You know, as the podcast, anybody that listens, we tell a little bit about things that have happened to us and, you know, might have happened to you. The last time we had, we spoke about our relationship and where we were, the wife had a surclage, which was terrifying. And then fast forward another few months in the pregnancy, we got more terrifying news she had coleostasis i can't even believe i know what this type of shit is bro it just tells you how uh, traumatizing a lot of this stuff was
0: well i think what we want to say is that for anyone who's going through fertility and pregnancy challenges one of the most rare things this is something we can laugh at now i started in the last month of my pregnancy to get itch attacks on my body I'm like itching in bed at night, and my husband is like, bro, you're being really annoying. Will you stop?
1: Like she wouldn't shut
0: up about it. <laughs> she
1: And, it, you know, it's it was spring-ish, right? And, you know, I, I'm just thinking it's bugs, bro. You know what I mean? Like it's a mosquito bite or that. And it, it, she was so fucking annoying, and I was... I was definitely terrible. You thought
0: I was imagining it. You thought I was... Just being a pain in the ass. Being a pain in the ass. Yeah. So... If you guys Google this... Mind you, again, gonna-
1: she's on bed rest, you know, so she really, she can't do shit. So, I, you know, if she needs anything, I'm running left and right to get it for her. You know, I'm serving her hand and foot, and now she's got this fucking itch. I'm like, what the fuck? It doesn't end. What's the itch? Enough already. What itch? Stop bitching. And uh, I couldn't have been more wrong, man.
0: If you guys Google coleostasis, there's a diagram of a woman leaning back backward to itch a scratch. That's like a sudden itch that comes like out of nowhere. Like when you get like a smack cause you got like a mosquito bite or something like that. So I call my doctor, Dr. Rad and I go, Hey, am I allowed to take Benadryl? And he goes, yes, Mercedes, you're allowed to take Benadryl. But let me ask you, why do you want Benadryl? You know, you're 34 weeks pregnant. You haven't asked for yeah. Benadryl. Up until now, yeah, and so I was like, "Mm, I'm getting these like really sharp urges to itch. Uh, No,
1: even worse, man. You were like, well, I'm I'm itching, like you said, I'm getting these sharp urges, and I'm I'm itching a lot. I can't
0: sleep. But no,
1: man, it was me. That's what some makes me feel so much worse. You're like, I'm really annoying my husband, and I'm really bothering him, and I'd like to take it easy on him. So can I take Benadryl? And he was like, "Sure, no problem." But why do you want Benadryl?
0: So I keep itching on my hands because if someone has this, and they're pregnant, you have to get induced. Otherwise, there's a risk that the baby can have a not just a
1: risk; it's a very, very high risk.
0: It's a very high risk that your it's like seventy
1: percent that your baby will be born stillborn.
0: We're not a doctor, so we don't know yes, what the percentages true, are. True, but
1: true, but it's, it was
0: high. It's um coleostasis is a condition that it shuts down your like liver or something that helps the baby breathe, and this is a very non medical yes, explanation, yes, yes. so my doctor is so smart and obviously astute and knows exactly what's going on. He's asking me this line of questioning because he's like... Why do you itch? And I said because where? And he goes, okay. Well, yeah, right you away better, he knew what was up. He goes, get your ass down to the lab at Cedar Sinai. It's on like the third mezzanine level over there, past the you know food court or whatever. And you're gonna go get your blood drawn. Your blood is either gonna say that it's inconclusive or it's gonna say it's positive. Either way, guess what? You're having the baby in three weeks. Yeah. What? Uh, you mean I'm not having the baby at full term at forty weeks? Nope. You're going to have the baby at 36 weeks. And I was like, what? So all of a sudden, a whole month of my pregnancy is no longer going to happen because he's like, no, no, no. This is a condition. It's a disease. It goes away as soon as you have the baby. You're not going to suffer like this for the rest of your life. It occurs in the third trimester of pregnancy. This is the symptom. Yeah. And everything will be fine if we have the baby at 36 weeks.
1: But we gotta do it.
0: But if someone ignored their coleostasis yes. and didn't call their doctor yes. and didn't say, the and then waited until the full term, that could be unsafe.
1: Very, right. very, very unsafe.
0: So I was tripping, honey. Like we went down, we got tested. Here we go. Me, you were driving down to Cedar Sinai, we're getting our blood drawn, and then he had me retest, and then it was like, oh yeah, shit.
1: Yeah, man. It was uh, it was another And we didn't
0: tell my mom.
1: Yes, it was another traumatizing you event guys, during the we pregnancy.
0: Didn't tell her on purpose. Yeah. So that she didn't worry. So then when we went to the hospital early to give birth, we had to like protect her and like make up something. Yeah, she, no. That. She
1: just had no idea. She had no idea that. But then
0: uh, we go in a month early. Yes. We had to like pretend.
1: Yeah, no. I'm, I'm. We didn't tell her anything. She was very much in the dark. She didn't know that she had a baby, or that you had a baby until Shams was, and you were both okay. She was not going to be a help in the room. But well, the she was, she was worry. Uh, yeah, yeah, like she's moms do, full of stress. The coliostasis, I had never fucking heard of it. You know what I mean? Like it's something Nobody that has. I like to consider myself. Not you know, I'm not the smartest guy, but but you know, I, like I read a lot, of that, like you know, I know a lot about a lot of a little about a lot of things. That's why I'd be good on Jeopardy. But I never fucking heard of that, and it was like, whoa! It was you know, like I said, it was more layer another layer on the cake of why everything was so, you know, why we were really lucky to have the doctors that we had.
0: And I think the point is that if you are pregnant, yes, or if you know anyone who's pregnant, or even just to have the awareness that if you are having any feelings during a pregnancy or in life, as a rule of thumb, pay attention to your body. Our bodies are incredible. They communicate with us loud and clear. And, I wasn't a high maintenance patient. No. But I knew to pay attention to my body and call the doctor, ask the question, and when you're pregnant, you're going to be in touch with your body and you're paying attention. Just like while I was pregnant, I didn't eat junk food because I felt like Shams deserved not to be fed junk food. Yeah. So I was much healthier with the food choices that I was making because I wanted to be responsible for two people. Totally. The point of my story is how important it is to listen to your body. And, you know, even you, Tommy, like you made your rule of not eating after 8 p.m., right? Yes. And didn't you say how much better you sleep and how much your digestion is better?
1: Yeah, no, it's so far so good. So far so good. It's definitely helped me.
0: For any of you guys that are married and your husbands eat late at night and then they stay up because their tummies hurt and then they're on the toilet all night, that's my husband. My husband would not eat all day long, wait until the baby is down, then he would go and grill up his dinner, and then he would be eating at, like, I don't know, 8.30 to 11.30 p.m.
1: Yeah, no, and- I would look forward to it. I would look forward to it, and then I'd order something probably from somewhere because i was still hungry and uh yeah it's 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 no way it's no way to be man so
0: but your body was telling you hey man don't give me these foods I don't like them. I'm not going to let you sleep. I'm going to take you to the bathroom on 20 trips between now and dawn, the morning light. And then you listen to your body and all of a sudden your body was like, damn, gee, now you're going to get skinny. Now you're going to look good. You're going to be healthy. You're going to sleep better. Our bodies communicate to us all the time.
1: Well, I still haven't been sleeping great, but I have sleep apnea. So that's a whole different thing.
0: But, but it, it's, it's helped you a lot.
1: Yeah. I don't go to the bathroom anymore.
0: In the middle of the night, a bunch of times. No,
1: I don't do that. You should listen to your body if it's talking to you.
0: One hundred percent, concur. I think we should get into our Q and A portion of our episode. So,
1: you want to get to the juicy question right away?
0: They're all juicy.
1: Okay. (laughs) Uh, Well, the juiciest. I think we both could say it's the juiciest of the questions.
0: Okay, we got this question from. Do you want to read it, Tommy?
1: Uh, It's from Twitter. They want to be anonymous. She recently got engaged and is trying to figure out who should be her maid of honor. She has two best friends since elementary school. She struggled to choose. One lives across the country. The other one lives real close to her. Her mother and her fiance suggested they pick the friend that lives close because that person could help them. She agreed finally to do that, and she asked them for help, or asked them to be the maid of honor, and they told them, I don't know. I gotta see. <laughs> uh, but if you want to ask someone else, go ahead. So she's very upset. She cried all night when she found out. Uh, so she's now wants to know should she she just tell her to kick rocks or should she wait and see what her what she wants to do?
0: So her family said, you know what, you should choose the one that lives close by. That's yes. my advice. And the husband and her
1: future husband.
0: I say the same thing. The person that's gonna be closest to you is the one that is going to be able to get, get
1: to help you the happy most. ending great story right but then then, then here but comes but then you the, say here comes the told, wrench she she asked her she asked her and her. she said she didn't want to be she said ah, I don't know I don't know. I I gotta
0: see. You should probably. I pick gotta somebody see. Else. But if
1: you want, you should pick someone else. Should she let her take the time to figure out what she wants to do it, or should she just say, "Listen, if you don't want to fucking be, if it's something you think got to think about, then uh, I'll I'll find someone else."
0: Girl, this is what's going on, and I know you're remaining anonymous, so I'm gonna call you Sally. Sally. Or I can call you Betty Bride. Betty Bride. I'm gonna call you Betty Bride. Okay. Okay. So Betty. When your girlfriend said, I don't know, maybe you should probably pick someone else, that was her way of saying, I can't do it. Yes. And that happened to me, and I was totally okay with it. My cousin Zeba.
1: Okay, but that, I know what you're going to say. It doesn't necessarily mean everybody fits into that box.
0: Her daughters were our flower girls, Yes, and my cousin Ziba and I are so close. We talk all the time, and she's always going to be so close. We're going to be so close, but... She was just like, Oh, I'll do anything in the world for you. I just I don't want the responsibility. It's gonna freak me out. I'm not gonna be able to enjoy this wedding. But
1: that's different because we're on the TV aspect. There's a lot more responsibility. Like you, I no, had friends, she didn't want to be my best. The guy Craig, who was gonna be my best man, called me in a fucking sweat when the wedding was approaching, telling me I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm so nervous. I fucking hate it. I'm sweating. So like, yeah, you know, that's a totally different animal. But I do think that some people will. Say say that yeah you know i have a lot going on or whatever if you know i i you know i might know you this said person might be a high maintenance person and it might be like oh if i'm gonna get married like, I know you since elementary school. You might be a little bit of a pain in the ass. And I got, you know, kids. I, I got a, th- a lot of things going on. I can't give you the attention that I know that you're going to require. I'm not saying that's you're, what happened. That I'm is
0: saying, so negative the way that you're yeah, being. Yeah. And
1: I, I feel bad too because she's a you're listener. Being... She likes us. So I don't, so I'm, I want to be on her side, but I don't know, man. I got to speak to this other person. They might be like, yo, man, she's going to be a prize killer, pro. And I'm fucking, I'm going to
0: hide under my bed. You know, what I mean? all right well you can take it down a notch because i'm not i don't think like you okay. and i don't agree with you okay i think that when your friend said because she's asking us a specific question betty bride wants to know should i ask her to still be it and if she had time to think about it no don't ask her if she had time to think about it she already said no in a nice way yeah now you just she already it. told you no yeah and you know what her reasons are have nothing to do with hurting your feelings because it says here that you cried all night. Don't need to cry all night. There's a reason she doesn't want the responsibility of being a maid of honor. It costs money. It costs. Sometimes you have to put your credit card down for the bachelorette party. A lot is on you and the dress and the expense and the time and the speech and all of the focus, your best friend is probably freaking out about all the stuff that it would take to be the best bridesmaid that you deserve. And like, it's, it might be financial because it's definitely expensive. It might be the I being on her, the focus of her being the bridesmaid, that's a lot of pressure. It might be the speech that she has to give at the wedding reception. It's so much that she can't handle that she's just saying, I can't handle it emotionally, uh, financially, psychologically. Well, it doesn't sound like
1: she gave her the... If you're friends with someone your whole life, if you gave them that, like I said, my friend... My, I love him like a brother. He told, he called me in a sweat and told me I can't do it. Like I'm freaking out. This doesn't sound like what she said. She sounded like she was kind of a little bit. See you next Tuesday. E you no. know what I mean? Like, no, I ain't doing it You know, or whatever. As someone else, like it just sounded like she wasn't uh, being a real good friend.
0: Listen, Betty Bride, I think you're good. You dodged a bullet. Like, you're still friends with each other. You don't need to think of her any less of a friend than you ever did before. But playing the role of maid of honor, mm, just it's a lot to ask. I mean, it needs to be somebody that's into it.
1: I will say this, though. uh, I know that, you know, when it comes to preparation and things like that, it might be difficult. But my wife's longest friend, Carrie O'Grady. Yeah came to our wedding and this from the second she got off the plane till the wedding was she was there to help assist whatever she needed so you know maybe maybe that's the one that you got to ask you know and nowadays you could do a lot of things through Zoom and stuff like that that you know maybe if they can't be present they could still be present
0: and you know what else i also had another girlfriend remember this one what? look I'm ready. You got two friends? Look at this girl. <laughs> remember her? Yes. So, you guys, you don't know this, but I had another girlfriend who wanted to be a bridesmaid and matron of honor so bad. Yeah. And she was like... I can't wait till you get married. I can't wait to plan your party. I can't wait your bachelorette party, your shower, your wedding shower, your bachelorette, your wedding, your bridesmaid. What are the dresses and gonna be? she's so boring. This girl, like, I could not even. No, imagine. it wasn't that. She was. She saying, was I more excited about. What those about, bodies would be like
1: if she was the one picking and doing it. Like she's. Fucking,
0: no, like she was like, I have good taste. Yeah, I'm gonna help you. Yeah. We're gonna plan this. We're gonna go dress shopping. When are we gonna do this? Where we're gonna go look at venues? Let's do she it. wanted the wedding so bad for us that she wanted to live vicariously and go and look at all the places and taste the desserts. Bro, if you have a girlfriend who's that into it, pick one of those people. But for me, that repelled me. I almost wanted to break up with my girlfriend because she was so invested in our wedding details that that's it actually pissed great, me off.
1: But that's actually a great suggestion. If you have someone that digs it that much... Bring that person along. The only thing is, I just don't know if you want to, maybe not that close to them. You don't want to overstep and have them think that you're like in bridesmaids where like, you know, thinking that you're closer friends than you are. I think that...
0: I think you should have a talk with your friend and say, hey, you know what? I love you. We're always going to be friends. I want to understand the reason why you're not going to be my bridesmaid and it's all good. But I do think that we should clear the air and make sure that I understand the reason why you're not comfortable with it. Because it is a big thing to ask someone. And it's like it's like asking someone to be like godparents. Like they might say, no, I don't know what happens if like something happens to you guys. I don't want to be responsible. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like I think that just find the right fit. And these days bridesmaids are like almost becoming a cliche of like people that you stop being friends with after the wedding. Okay. It's like a sorority. It's like you just Congratulations,
1: do it. though. Have fun. It sounds like it's going to be a great party. You're never going to talk to any of these people. It's one of the first times anyway. you're, like,
0: kind of figuring out where you stand with your friendships.
1: Yeah. And I guess we could, you know, before oh. we get to the fan of the week, this is what Inquiring Wines want to know. You totally left them in the dark. Oh. What the fuck happened to the goldfish?
0: What? My goldfish are thriving. Our neighbors, Karina and Todd, took such good care of Billy Eilish and Phineas, our fish are doing so well. Phineas? Finn, like Billy Eilish's brother.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah. I had no idea.
0: Billy and Phineas are doing so well. That's great. They are thriving. They're happy. They've got like the most personality any goldfish has ever had. Yes. They play. They play tag. They chase each other. I talk to them. They come up to the top of the water every time. I'm going to take some videos of them and post them. Okay. It's about time.
1: Yeah, it is about time. You think okay. they're ready?
0: Oh, they're, ready, they're ready to for go. Instagram close up? official.
1: You think they're ready for the close up Mr. Oh Bill? yeah. Okay. Uh well, all right. Well, the fan of the week, a uh, big shout out. Uh first off, I want to thank Joe from He's one of our fans from New York. He came out to the Bridey show. And he has a couple of cafes. And for those that don't know, with Fight Club, I have someone, Hannah, who's helping me out with, uh, you know, the social media and whatnot. And we've created. Love you. We've set up some libraries and Starbucks and some cafes where, you know, I send them some books to create a bookshelf. They got some Fight Club books in there. Long story short, Joe was dying to do something. He's got he owns a couple of cafes. He's doing that too, but he's not the fan of the week. I just wanted to just give you a shout-out, Joe, and let you know I appreciate you. But Maria Donatanuno, I hope I didn't put your name, Maria, but she's the fan of the week. She constantly sends me books, and they're just so organized. She's like Layla Garachi level organization, bro. She's next level, like like crazy so it's not only that she sent books but it's all they're really set up she makes things real easy for me and i just appreciate you maria thank you again and uh you're awesome
0: thank you maria you guys are so incredible we appreciate you so much and you know father's day is in a couple of weeks so start planning you guys summer's upon us can't wait to give you the recap on how we do at jeff lewis's party hopefully we'll be alive. To tell the story. Hopefully, we keep we will top see on. you next week. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes if you go to our website till you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch follow us on all platforms at till the dirt podcast and on youtube at till the dirt with tommy and mj see you next week dirties